Hi, welcome to the Flow of Life podcast. I am Elena Carrizosa. In this episode is the part two of the time travel trap that brings suffering and how to get out of it. So I started in the previous episode and in this one we're going to discuss the past. So I decided to divide each episode, one past, one is going to be the, the future and then the last one is going to be the present. I am doing this because there's so much information and I'm probably not going to even cover the whole discussion, but it's just too much. So um, bear with me because this one might be a long one, <laughs> but there's a lot of things to discuss. And I wanted to say like this episode will be also connected with the third and fourth episodes on survival mechanism because everything stems from that. So if you haven't heard them, you can have a look after if you're interested. In this episode, the discussion will be divided in four parts. And so the first one will be, how do you get trapped in the past? The second one, how does being trapped in the past look like? The third, why is it hard to let go of the past? And the last one, the number one key to heal and resolve your past so that you don't fall into its trap again. And before I start kind of going through these points, I wanted to share a few things just to bear this in mind throughout the conversation. So I want to start with a short quote by Krishnamurti that says, self-awareness without judgment is the highest form of intelligence. So with this quote, I want to invite you to listen to these episodes and all episodes with curiosity about yourself, but without judgment, without that critic that says, oh, you're doing it all wrong and you're bad and whatever, that's, I let go of that. That's what we've learned, but it's not helpful for us. Instead, listen with an opened mind, with kindness and compassionate curiosity towards yourself. At the end, we are all doing the best that we can. And the journey to know ourselves is a really long one, probably a forever one. <laughs> and sometimes it will be easy and sometimes it will be uncomfortable, but that's okay. There's no judgment. It's just learning to have pure awareness of our human nature so we can understand it and hopefully take action to change this into more healthier patterns. So remember that your brain and every cell in your body, its main task and purpose is to help you survive by any means possible, even if these means or patterns are not healthy for, healthy for you anymore. Hence why most of the times we forget the good positive things that happened to us in the past and we remember only the bad ones. Because our lives since childhood have been shaped by fear, and so we then live in survival mode, remembering only the negative as a warning. So, I mean, you are doing, and we are all doing, a great job in surviving, don't get me wrong. However, the survival patterns that are born from the survival mode can be most of the time the source of your presence, because you constantly live surviving instead of thriving, as I've said in other in previous episodes. 
It's important to learn how it works so you develop more self-awareness, which is why I'm doing this podcast, so you can identify these unhelpful patterns that by that probably helped you a long time ago when you just did them. But then after many years, when you keep evolving, they're not serving you anymore and they're actually hindering your progress. Okay, so let's start with the first point. How do you get trapped in the past? So because your brain is helping you survive, it easily discards the positive things that happen and it will mainly focus on painful situations that had a threat for you, both physically or emotional threat. It will focus on your fears and your past hurts mostly. It's important to mention that the brain doesn't discern what is past and what is present. It is neutral information for the brain. It will follow what what you're thinking about. Now, imagine if you are constantly thinking about your past negative experiences. Imagine if you're constantly thinking about the fear that it creates in you. You're bringing that into the present because the brain thinks this is what's happening right now. So when these past situations have not been healed or integrated within you because you keep thinking about them, your brain thinks is your present. And because it's helping you to be safe, it tells you to be careful all the time and it's telling you, keep this in mind, keep it in mind, keep it in mind over and over again, which is like keep it at the forefront. And so it's hard for you to see the present. So basically you are constantly projecting your past into your present. And this is where the trap begins. And it's also the process where limiting beliefs are born from. Because you are not creating from new. You are creating from your hurtful past because your brain knows you haven't closed that cycle. So here is how the trap happens. When you keep remembering and ruminating on your past experience over and over again, this action of remembering brings your past into your present, creating a confusion for your brain that your past is your present. So your behavior and actions become driven from the experience you had in the past that impact you the most. This impact remains in your system at an emotional level, like trapped energy in your body. So it becomes a memory with trapped emotions in it, hence why it's hard to let it go. As I said before, your past doesn't exist anymore. However, the action of remembering it, fueled by the trapped emotions in these memories, confuses your sense of reality. The past emotion creates the illusion that this past is still real and the fear that it will happen again makes it even more real and then you have more fear and then fear calls upon fear and that's your loop over and over again. That's your trap. So we get trapped in the past memories because whatever we went through hasn't been healed. It hasn't been integrated. I'll use the example of a computer. So for all of you from my generation and before, <laughs> we remember computers were, were very slow and you because they were not performing to its most potential. It's because then you realize there was a program that was running still at the back. These are your past memories, 
your past, with past emotions because it's energy, right? It's taking energy from your computer. And so as soon as you realize that it's running and you shut it down, now you can have the full potential of your computer. And this is where, let's say, you've, you've probably felt it yourself or you've heard other people when they say, I feel stuck. This is very likely because you are not seeing your reality that is in your present. You are seeing it through the lenses of your past. Number two, we're going to see how does being trapped in the past look like? I'll give just a few examples, for example. So when you keep remembering past situations that happened more than 15 months back and you keep thinking and talking about the situations and you feel like you're unable to let them go. Another one, when you avoid new situations for fear that they might have similar outcomes to past experiences, so you feel unable to take action without bringing past memories or emotions into that situation. Also, feeling not good enough, not lovable, or not worthy. These are past painful memories charged with past memory emotions. So it makes them very real for you still today. Also, when you doubt yourself because of experience in the past where you felt that you failed, or when you know there is a painful situation you are avoiding and masking it with distractions. Also, when you feel constantly anxious as well, because there's a fear there inside of you. When, let's say, you had a bad experience with a man or a woman in the past and now you say that men cannot be trusted or women cannot be trusted. When you feel people are rejecting you or judging you, when actually in reality they mean well. So here you are assuming something based on past experiences. You avoid relationships with people that remind you of something painful from the past. So not seeing or testing if actually they could be a good fit for you. Or you stay in your comfort zone, which feels safe for you. That helps you avoid all those fear and hurts that you experienced in the past. These are just a few, a few very general examples, but perhaps one or two resonated with you. Okay, now, so for the point number three, why is it hard to let go of the past? It's because your brain, an emotional being, senses that there is an unconcluded situation that still needs resolving. You see, our brain works in loops. Everything is in loops. We need to close them. We need to heal them. So when your brain feels that the loop is not closed, it will keep bringing this into your present to keep you safe from that that, is, that feels unresolved. So here is when you keep bringing similar situations. It's like the brain is scanning to pull similar situations to actually help you close that loop. And perhaps you felt it at some point or you've heard people saying, why do I always attract the same people? Or why am I always in the same kind of situations that I don't want? And it's because the first situation that you experienced similar to that, it was that loop was not closed. It was not resolved. It was not healed. So it will keep happening again until you go through the process of integrating it. There is another consequence of this process and it, that we are 
unconsciously doing, and is that we identify with our past. So allow me to clarify this. You are not your past. Is your past in front of you? Can you see it? Can you touch it? No, it's because it's no longer there. So that's kind of your indication that you are not your past. Keep thinking about it makes it so. Makes it that, oh, this happened in my past because I am this and this and that. This is the perception and this is an illusion created by the brain that is just trying to help you survive. In a way, your past situation actually happened to show you something or so you learned something. So whatever you went through or however you reacted in that moment, you did the best that you could with that limited information you had at that time. So it's okay. And remember that all of the things that happened to us For the first time, we were very young. We had very little knowledge how to navigate them, how to go through them. We had very little awareness of how to understand them and don't make them part of our identity. In a way, we all did very well (laughs) because we're still here alive. You know, we survived. However, whatever happened, it was a situation. It was not a characteristic or a fact about yourself. So here I'm going to do a recap of putting together all the ideas kind of in a process so it's more clear. So if a particular past situation is not resolved for you and because you keep fearing it will happen again, then you'll keep thinking about it. And thoughts and emotions have a vibration. The universe and your brain can only read vibration. They don't operate from right or wrong like we do. And so they will read this vibration, regardless if it's a negative one for you with fear, it will understand that this is what you want because you keep thinking about it. The brain will do its best to fulfill its purpose to help you survive. So as it helps you survive, it will scan everything around you, aiming to find situations and people that could potentially be a threat for you. And it will bring it into your attention in a way to say, be careful with that. But obviously we never hear the be careful with that. We just sense the pull towards that situation because it's in our attention. And because the more you think about your past, the more familiar it becomes to you. And because we always gravitate towards what is familiar to us, then you'll easily attract those situations you were afraid of. You know, the brain scanned it for you, you feel the familiarity towards it without really knowing that is your fear calling upon that fear. You just sense the familiarity of the person of the situation. Only later on you realize it was a similar situation as the one you wanted to avoid. So this is why you are attracting similar situations or similar people that hold that same vibration and you fall into the trap of the past again. However, if you strive to close the loop, you can change your frequency and vibration within you so you can attract new experiences that are not creating from that fear. And the last point and the most important one is the number one key for me, how we can close these loops and resolve your past. So the following information is fundamental in the healing process and to avoid falling into the trap of the past. The key is, drumroll, the key is to find your growth lesson 
or the lessons of each situation. No matter how difficult or painful it was for you, there is always a lesson or a message for you. It could also be to find what could be your responsibility in that situation, which translates into a personal lesson for your evolution. I want to repeat again that you are not your past, so don't allow it to define you. You are a being with infinite possibilities at your disposal and would be ashamed to let your past limit that potential for you. I would like to explain just a little bit what I mean by a growth lesson because I have seen this can be misinterpreted. It's important not to confuse the lesson to a conclusion or a judgment that is based in fear. So the lesson is not based in fear and that's how you will know. It doesn't have hatred in it and it doesn't have judgment. The lesson is completely neutral and is based on growth for you, it's based on love and is based on understanding and healing and it aims to find your truth. What can I learn from that? It has never has anything to do with the person in front of you or the situation in front of you. The lesson, it never includes them. This is very important. The growth lesson is for you only, from your point of view, what you can apply in the future. So here are three examples that I'm going to give you of statements that I have heard whenever I ask someone, okay, so what is the lesson for this situation for you? Each example is a general example. So just don't worry if you don't know what the situation is about. So just try to see how the statement feels for you. One of them, the first one will be based in fear and it will be a judgment. And the second one is what instead a growth lesson should sound like. So the first example sounds like this. My lesson is that I should avoid these situations because I might get hurt. So if you can hear this statement is filled with fear of getting hurt. It is not teaching you anything that you could potentially use for the future in case the situation happens again. It has the word avoid in it, which perpetuates an unhealthy pattern of avoidance, which prevents you from confronting your fears and evolve your confidence. Instead, this is how the growth lesson should look like if I rephrase the first one. My growth lesson is that this situation helped me see that I was not respecting my boundaries. And if I learn to respect them, the next time I will be able to express my preferences clearly and won't get hurt anymore. The example number two. The statement goes like this. My lesson is that I can't trust people. Here, as well, you see how this statement is a judgment on others. Filled with fear, it implies all people are bad and they will all hurt you. There is no lesson here. It's just a fearful judgment that will make it more difficult for you to find meaningful connections. Instead, this is how the growth lessons sound like if I rephrase the first one. I learned that just because I had one bad experience in the past... This does not mean that everyone's intentions are negative. And I also learn that it's not fair nor realistic to expect people to be perfect when I am not perfect myself. The third example, this is how the statement sounds like. My lesson is that I should avoid speak my mind. This one again is a judgment but on yourself. 
and it has fear, perhaps the fear of being rejected if you do speak your mind, or fear of being misunderstood. Instead, this is how the growth lesson will sound like. I learn now that if I slow down and be more aware of my thoughts and my emotions at that moment, I can express myself with mindful action instead of hot-headed reactions, which is what often creates conflict. So I hope you were able to hear and sense the difference of the statements. You can sense the energy of the first one filled with fear and judgment, and the second one is really just a learning for yourself. It doesn't involve other people, but it's what you can do better next time. Be mindful that sometimes you won't understand right away the message or the lesson, and that's okay. If that happens, you can always ask someone near you you feel they could have an objective view on your situation to help you see what perhaps you were not seeing. We all have blind spots, so it's good to talk to someone outside of that situation. It can be a friend you trust or a coach that can help you see the situation from different angles, different from the one that you're seeing with the lenses of the past, right, of the past hurts. So I also invite you to always take into account that the universe had a reason for these situations to be in your path. Sometimes it can be as simply as to help us develop our self-awareness and be more mindful with our choices. So finding this lesson will allow you to let go of the past, not fall into the trap of being hooked in it and confuse your reality. These lessons will become tools that will help you navigate your future with more confidence and to see all the infinite possibilities you have available that are different from your past. This is very important. That would allow you to paint a new desirable picture for your future. A future that I will be discussing on the next episode. And I will close with just a very short quote. I don't know by whom, but I really liked it. So it goes like this. You can't start the next chapter of your life if you keep rereading the last one. So I hope this was insightful in some way and I hope you have a lovely day. Take care. Bye.